Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good evening. This is the um, um, State Assembly. Good evening. This is the State Assembly for the Illinois State um, Community Calls. And anybody who's on the call, please identify yourself. This is October the 30th, 1940. Sorry, I've been working all day. 2018. 2018. And this is it. Hello. Yes, hi, this is Richard. Hello, this is uh, Richard. Yes, hi. Hi, great, thank you. Um, I'm still struggling with this. It seems Amazon.com bought the talk show, and since they bought it and they've upgraded everything, it's been so hard to keep up with all the kind of stuff. And um, the 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 access code which is the correct one is 143776. But when I put the invite out, it switches the access code. Huh. That's why I couldn't. I don't know why, but I'm going to try again uh, to see if I can change the access code because the correct one is 143776. Yeah, people calling on this, and that's why, you know, it's not valid. Correct. The and first one. Which yeah. one did they take? The which was the one that they to, uh, that when I sent the invite, which is the one that they added? This was a four nine eight seven three seven four. This is not good one. Yeah. See, I don't know this why is not the computer is generating a false number. Yeah. There's nobody to contact and there's nobody to talk to. And if somebody well, dialing, very, cannot very just connect. Yep. I beg your pardon. I dial. That's why I dial, and that's why I text you. You know, this is invalid. So you know, the, the Yes, and you were able to because you could do that. Some of the people just don't bother. They just don't call back. So that is. So problem. that's why you know, if we have no people on the call, that's the problem. Correct. And I need to sort that, that problem out. Um, I got a very nice call from D3, and he's the one in charge of the Michigan Assembly. And he's the one making it national. So the national website is where I'd like you to join and you know just have a look at it and sort of, um, there's an Illinois branch there, and it's national.assembly. No. Dot net. National, National. Dash assembly dot net. Let me hang on. Let me uh, let me confirm. Dot net. National Dash Assembly dot net. Okay. Did you get that, Richard? Uh, I'm going right now. National-assembly.net. And I made a post about the different kinds of assemblies. When you scroll down to, to Illinois, and there are some more people who are on that, but uh, none of them um, are on this call because I didn't contact them. They're not on my list, and I need to get them on my list. Yeah, I'm on it. Yes. So 
you you would go and add and just mention that you know you're and put a notice over there that you are that you're part of the Illinois Assembly. Okay. Okay. I have a question. I've been doing some in-depth research here, and um, and there is actually an article written about fraud upon the court. And the rule is that I'm going to give it to you in a minute. That if there is fraud upon the court, many years later, the judgment can be set aside. Yeah, everything. Well, um, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I interrupt you. Okay. Uh, very often, um, the fraud upon the court is not only between the attorneys, but the the other attorney will will very often violate civil procedure because you're um, a pro se litigant and he thinks or she thinks he can. But there's also fraud upon the court by the court itself, the judge. So there's a fellow who's written uh, this article and um, I need to to bring it to your attention because it is uh, of great uh, value. Okay, thank you. And that is, uh, and that is uh, um, 16 in NEV, which is like Nevada, LJ, I'll, I'll text it, I'll email it to you, 707, and the, the fellow who wrote it was, has the last name of Haig, H. David Haig. And the article was written in, on 4-12-2016. So it's very recent. And the articles, the heading of the article is Fraud Upon the Court and Abusive Discovery. And the author is David R. Haig. Okay, I got it. And the and the uh, the court federal courts have the power to set because they have the, they're under the federal rules of civil procedure they can set aside judgments entered years earlier that had been obtained by fraud upon the court. Yeah, I very, have similarity. Yeah, I have similarity. Yeah. <laughs> So I pointed Hague, out I pointed out everything in the in the circuit court and I pointed out everything in the bankruptcy court and they still didn't do anything about it. I think from what I've understood, bankruptcy court is actually quite limited. You have to go. They don't, although they are federal, yeah. but they're That's my next limited step. scope. Yeah, yeah. That's so my you next need to step. go to District of Columbia or federal court, the full-fledged open federal court, not specific and restricted like the bankruptcy. That is what I, uh, I found out from my bankruptcy experience. I found out this Article 3 courts uh, which is here in uh, our city, and mm-hmm. this is where I'm gonna go with the next uh, next uh, case. So, how do you define an Article Three court? It's uh, the regular uh, uh, federal court. Is the difference is just the judges are coming from Article Three which is the Constitution. Beautiful. And that's why they looking every single thing what happened to your case. What was violated, what was this or that. This is what I found out because I talked to the people over there. They, they never heard about such court, but I said, 
this how is explained because I, I just don't want to you know get them you know too deep in uh, stuff but uh, I said I heard about you know article 3 courts I said no is no such thing but you know are some article 3 judges I said aha okay so this is what I need <laughs> well so it's actually the same thing because a judge has his own court Right, they don't call exactly the Article 3 court. It's a judge from Article 3. Okay. From the Constitution. So, okay. this how, so this, how did you contact how did, him? How this clerk uh, start to, you know, explaining me things, you know, in his way, okay? We know what's going on, but, you know, he tried to explain me in his vision. So I said, okay, this is what I need. Okay. Because I was I was overrun with everything. And uh, even even in a bankruptcy, uh, what I found out the bankruptcy only is for corporations. It's not for no. people like us. No, no, that's not true. Because there are different ki kinds of bankruptcies. You have chapter 7, chapter 100% not. Yes, right? you yes. Have chapter seven, yes. You seven, have chapter 13, 11, and this is only yes. for corporations. With the regular people, they have nothing to do. If you're gonna come there as a as a civilian, like you know, human being, they don't want to talk to you. They only dealing with corporations. I see. I the, uh, in the sense that America is a corporation. Yep, as a citizen, and you are incorporated through social security, so on. Okay. So, when I start to talk is, uh, well, they don't, don't want to, you know, talk about it. They, 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 you know, quit the meeting. They, well, they simply, they don't want to talk. They, they just finish, you know, meeting with me. I told you about it. Yes, but do they... Um... So they they don't want to talk, but what happens then? Uh, and you cannot gain you anything. You have to be a citizen to to take shelter from them. <laughs> kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of. But you know, like a like a trustee, like a trustee. He shouldn't, you know, act as, you know, corporate trustee because we are not registered as a, as a corporation. We just have, you know, the assumed name, that's all. I mean, the, I'm sorry, the, no. They just create the utility from us. Okay. Did you create what? The trans, uh, trans, uh, transfer utility. And this is how we belong, the trust. This is how we, you know, belong to not understanding the chapters, the bankruptcy system. Uh-huh. Because as we are beneficiary in the process, to being beneficiary, then who we are. We cannot be corporation. Okay? So we're going as to the, to the private, uh, private people. We're going, we, we, we're getting, uh, to being beneficiary, we're getting from the public to private side. And this is where they, you know, start to shutting up the mouth. Because the, because as for a beneficiary, 
we uh, we have a right to you know for, from the you know trustee actually trustee should ask us what to do and how to do everything in the best interest of us as a beneficiary not to you know question us how he can you know skin us out from money equity and everything else because then he got the right to sell and this is where i corner them with the question and the moment the word comes to them as i am beneficiary of that account they just simply shut up and quit on this meeting just simply quit on me just because you said that they are the benefit that you are the beneficiary of the account absolutely yes 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 so they playing game you know hidden psych uh, uh, the, the the way you know you don't understand they blaming you for everything they blaming us as a, you know that we are the debitors and we borrow money we did this we did that and when i read for them uh, because uh, uh, i read for them that you know we are in a, as a you know title five what was the section i think 900 903 the reorganization act that we are in a bankruptcy protection and no one can come to us and ask us as a people to pay a debt they cannot do that they are junkie they are debtors well i i don't know if i agree with you because uh the bankruptcy is only for reorganization, not for rele- relieving you. Well, I suppose it is a relieving of debts, also discharging of debts. No, but see, as we are the beneficiary, we are, to be beneficiary, it's coming as to the people. So in one person they want to okay they twisting the story one time you are debitor and they try to you know suck you out with everything you are and everything you have and the moment you're telling them you the beneficiary of the account they are just like you know what like you will uh <laughs> i don't know what example to put but you know comes to my mind like you know you will put the you know holy water on the devil <laughs> ah, i love that image <laughs> <laughs> you know they scared they backing up they don't want to talk to you anymore and so on and i said you know that we are in a in a bankruptcy protection as a people so there is a national emergency is a document number and i read the number for him i think this was a uh, uh, this was a nine ninth okay let me see what are you gonna have it here just one moment yeah i got it here okay i pulled it out from my case okay so uh i told him that you know we as a people and people's signature create all credit and banking industry this is stated in a mother money mechanics by chicago office of the federal reserve this wasn't you know put it by me this is by the you know by the uh, chicago office of the federal reserve they stated people's signature creates all credit and banking industry 
so I had so I asked him what 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 and where I can sign again because I already signed and they have my money. So again, do I have to sign anywhere? And you know, look like in this case, I'm the beneficiary of the account. And this is where he start to you know <laughs> choke. <laughs> oh, and this. Uh, uh, as we are, you know, in a permanent state of national emergency, document number is 93549, U.S. Supreme, U.S. Uh, Senate, uh, 1973. Yeah. So this what was, very... you know. No one can come, you know, to us as a people and ask us to pay a debt. They screwed up completely. So, so this is what you know Roosevelt uh, administration did, you know, because uh, prior that for forty years, the country as a USA incorporated was under national state of emergency and during the Roosevelt administration, he was the one who issued executive order after 40 years of probation, it, that time, you know, became permanent. That's it. You know, um... I was looking at the numbers again, and the numbers are absolutely huge and growing about pro se or pro uh, uh -huh. And so we have become a big enough force now to become a reality. But here is something that I cannot find in the literature very easily. And the only thing that I could find was this fraud upon the court, which I am going to send that link to to uh, to our um, uh, mailing list, okay? Because I think it's an important. I think it's an important to know that. What I cannot find, and this is the only thing I found closest, is what I was looking for is the law against attorneys who misuse court procedure against um, pro se litigants thinking that they can get away with it. And they usually do. And this is where I'm, I'm uh, okay, because I was thinking to, you know, to go back to the, uh, to the district court, not the district court, the uh, circuit court, and you know, and start my own case and then do in a district court. I think I just gonna do in a district court, but now I have to dig up everything what they did. None of the documents were verified as required by the Illinois law before they put anything in front of the judge or to the court regarding foreclosure, everything has to be certified, verified, and so on. Nothing was done. I have documents in my files originally coming from them, like for example, loan number, like some names, like some, you know, registration, stuff like was crossed out with the black marker. That document is void on his face. This cannot be. So they did pretty badly, you know. So this is where I'm going to go and, uh, of course, uh, uh, from, the, from the proper persona, this is how I'm going to go there. So, so they will include me as a people and violation of our, of my rights and they're going to go after them and anyway okay. 
I stated so many times, you know, in my motion that is fraught on the public record and was pointed to the judge in the court and he overruled or overlooked this thing. It's a fraud on the court because he so has let it go. Yes, yes, yes. You'll have to go to federal court and the federal court will look at it separately. Exactly. So, you know, I'm not going to go back to those crooks what you know whatever they did and uh, you know explain them here it's gonna come you know go the hammer from the a little bit higher you know attitude and gonna smack them because you know whenever is something like you mentioned fraud on the public record and fraud on the on the court all judgment, everything is void. The whole process is void. They have nothing. And whatever they doing with this thing is void. So they are in a, such a mess. Uh, oh my God. Oh my God. I just want to see what's going to happen. Because 100%. I'm not going to let them off the hook. I'm going to go after every single thing. I pointed out violation of the judge on one case. I had three cases, but on one case, I had about, uh, about uh, 37 or 38 federal violations, what they did. So I look at the federal violation. So it's a 250,000 each violation. So on one yeah. case, if they going by this, if they will go by this, just on one of my case, I have over $9 million. Just in violation. If they really want to go after, you know, each and every one federal violation, what those judges did. So that's why I want to go there to the federal court and, you know, present this case. But I need to uh, actually I'm working on, you know, uh, preparing like, you know, uh, the whole motion. So I don't want to. So will you do anything. federal court? Here in Illinois or, or the one in D.C.? Yeah. No, right here. Right here. Right here is the same in, thing, but I'm going to the judges. Yeah. I'm going to these judges of the uh, Article 3. Okay. This is what I'm going with. Not to the regular district court. No. No, to those judges who are coming out from the Article 3 court. Okay, I'm going to file there also. Of course. Of course. Because you know what? Our rights were violated. They cannot jump back and forth uh, from the public to the private and from the private to the public. This is how they mislead us in whole process. They cannot do that. Okay? They name us as defendant. That's the corporate, you know, uh, uh, that's the corporate corporate title. We not ad agree to this title. Who is defendant? My name is not defendant. This time I'm gonna go as a a proper persona, and this is how it's going to go. And I'm going to ask, and I'm going to ask very, very specific questions. Because also, they just, you know what? They just stick. You know, they just put the stick 
into the you know pile of the ants. This is what they did with me. Because also I gonna ask for uh, foreign. I gonna I gonna go by the FOIA, which is the Freedom of Info- Information Act. Mm-hmm. Yes. Through uh, Attorney General. Through uh, uh, Attorney General of USA. If those people were registered with the office when they start my process. I would like to know if they had, you know, if they file foreign registration statement from 1938 uh, as required. This has to be on record. If they not, that's in violation. Whatever they did is void. Another one is a mail fraud. Fictitious name they used. This is how I'm going to go after them. That's 18 U.S.C. 1342. That's another one I'm going to go after. Another one, which is, you know, pretty nice, and I want to find out if all judges sign, um, is a call, you know, uh, uh, like I uh, witness that you know the, the bribery statement, 18 U.S.C. 2001. Yeah, they have to have on the record. They're not gonna accept any bribe. I wanna see if all those judges has this thing on it. I'm working on it. I'm sending out. I'm just digging their you know stuff to have it in my possession, if they're going to be motioned to it, whatever they're going to answer, I'm going to have a first-hand answer from their officials. So if they're going to lie, it's going to be another federal violation. So I'm, and of course, uh, out of office, and uh, insurance bonds. Those gonna be uh, uh, under, you know, under request. Uh-huh. It's gonna be requested from the U.S. Attorney General. It's gonna be all office foreign registration statement, anti-bribery statement, and uh uh, and mail fraud if uh, and is another one I just uh, thinking see when they sending mail with the red stamp did you ever receive mail from attorney with the red stamp I don't remember okay so dig through your you know uh, mail and find at least one they have to have authorization from the postmaster to do this way and most of them they don't have it did you know that no so all mail what they sending out is fraud mail it's 18 U.S.C. 1342. <laughs> My goodness. Let's kill them. Let's kill those suckers just with their proceedings. I'm not going uh-huh. against them. I want to just find out if they have everything in the possession, what is required when they start my case. That's all. If one of those things are missing, they are out of jurisdiction. Everything is void. That's it. That's my approach. I'm not going to say he's this way, he's that way. I'm just going to point out federal regulation if they compel with it, 
and if they have in the place when they start the case. That's my approach this time. And of course, fraud and code, you can go uh, see, uh, they saying, you know, you can go back, whatever. Whenever you discover fraud, fraud has no statute of limitation because fraud is a fraud and it's ending as a fraud. That's it. So this can be picked up anytime. Right? That's uh, that's a very um, relieving thing to know that because it's, it's very scary. It's very scary what they can do. What they can do? Uh, because they can do anything. But when it's the the here's the thing that I say: the advantage or disadvantage how you look at it depends on how you look at it of living in a country with a rule of law is that you've got to know the law well they don't you have, have a really law work it. You, uh, they they actually do no look at them they are at the law they never go into the law they have you know uh, regulation, they have uh, code, they have uh, presumption, they have all kind of stuff. They never go with the regulation, with the original, you know, <laughs> law, <laughs> sort of say. Because they going, you know, as a corporation. It's a rule. Rule after rule after rule after rule, and no rule has a law. It's no L-A-W in it. Did you got, got my point? Yes. It's no L-A-W in it. See, like, you know, this is how I understand this thing. If you go to the river, okay, and you are at the river, at the bank of the river. Are you in the water or are you still out of the water? You're on the land, yes. You at the water. You're not in the water, right? Correct. Okay. So they are at the law. They are at the bank. They never go into the water. They never go into the law because they will be screwed. <laughs> so they stand outside. <laughs> or do I understand this somehow, you know, not correct way? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're, you, you're, there are two different ways in uh, the way it was explained to me with, uh, with from Roger, Robert Gilman at the Michigan Assembly. He's a justice elected justice so he's like the supreme justice for the de jure government it's like yeah. supreme court okay? Mm -hmm. okay and he says there's a difference between at law and in law and exactly. both are used and so the in law will be used by the common law, the de jure. Yes, yes. At law is used by the attorneys. Code, the regulation, whatever belongs to the corporation. Yes, the corporate attorneys. That's it. They, they do, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so they are up the river. They never go into the river. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So this is how I understanding that. They are at the water. They never go into the water. Yeah. 
Because, see, devil cannot go into the holy water. He will burn himself. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. <laughs> that's, that's the expression. Very nice expression. I'm going to start using it. <laughs> it's very catchy. It's very catchy. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So this is what I'm planning to do, and this is what I got against them. i just going to dig up everything, if they have it correct way, everything. And every one of them were properly registered. They have every document on the file. And this is how I'm going to start with them. And all the same, I'm going to motion in the court document to see physically. This is what I'm going to receive from the attorney general. That's my stuff. But they have to provide it for me. And the thing is, I'm not going to back out from No, you can't. Too many people who are um, dependent on this. Too many. Where is, I'm sorry, where is too many people? There are too many people who are waiting for the correct information. Too many people who are um, who are who are struggling and they need the correct information. Well, probably not too many knows about it. What I just said. Possibly. Okay, that's why I'm gonna get this information, and I'm gonna motion them to produce all those things I'm asking for. Especially, I want to see this, you know, anti-bribery statement. Because this, where I'm feeling, they overlooked documents I presented. This is, you know, falsely registered by the bank, falsely, you know, produced, like, you know, assignments and stuff. And they overlook, they let it go. They said it's correct, it's legal. This is what everybody does. I said yes, but not the way this is one is done. When previously was not on the uh, county uh, record, and when I sent them, you know, qualified return request. Uh, the very next month that, you know, this thing was <laughs> was on the county record. Wow. But prior to that, they already collected payment for like four or five years. And this kind of assignment has to be made Back then, they have only 30 days. They need to register this thing. So the assignment should be registered sometimes in, uh, I believe, 2008 or 2007, something like that. Not 2014. <laughs> And I pointed for him the, you know, the date. This document was produced. The date was, you know, was notarized. The date was, you know, put on record. Doesn't matter. The judge has just, you know, kind of funny look on his face and said, yeah, it's done. We have assignment. I said that's the wrong assignment. That's not correct. That's you know fraud on the court. 
No, we cannot call this for than the four. That's the assignment. Okay. So I would like to see bribery, you know, statement from him on the record. And this is how we're going to eliminate all kind of, you know, stuff from the case. What I should look in this uh, uh, Michigan stuff? Oh, just put your name. Go to the Illinois one because he's working very hard. He's, go this, he's going across all 50 states. And then you will see they're international also. So he's linking up with a lot of people. And even if it overlaps with others, it's okay. It's networking. That's very important. Um, so but you go here we, you have a, down. we have a 10 step. Okay, it's a WorldCom, 10 steps, National Assembly Forums, Handbook, 50 States, status. Where yeah, we are. and go down to Illinois. 50 states go down to Illinois. Oh, 50 states. Okay, click on it. All right. Oh, Alabama. Okay, I see now. Okay, yes. 35 plus. Okay. And then you see my comment there. Uh, so click on it. Doesn't go anywhere. Yes. No. Click on no. the Illinois one. No, I'm clicking and doesn't go anywhere. It will go. You'll have to you'll have to play around with it and find it. Mm -mm. But you've it's got to go. Oh, it's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not going to go because you're not registered. You've got to first log on. You've got to first log in. Uh, log on to get to log in. Ah, uh, okay. Now you can. Okay, now you're telling me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. All right. All right. All right. I will do that later. Yeah. Okay. Very well. Yes. Yeah, please do it Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, welcome but area. I, um, I, if, if we have not, so the issue that we are looking for is when the attorney violates court procedures because you are a pro se, what sanctions are held against them? Oh, he can be disbarred. He can be prosecuted as a, you know, because he stepped out of his boundary. He can be prosecuted privately. Okay. Okay. And he losing and he losing association uh, bar. Another question. Okay. I wanna know. I wanna know if they are licensed. They don't have a state license. If they don't have a state license because they have a the bar attorney, you know, association card, that's not the license. Okay, so they have to have an Illinois state license, like everybody else, doctor, nurses, real estate, whoever you name it, they have to have a license, right? They are not excluded because they have to have a congressional authority they can do the job if they don't have a state license if they don't have that they are nobody that's another thing to it or thank you for reminding me uh -huh. yeah. so you know i got list of it state license i'm writing right here because you know what i cannot miss any point Attorney, 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 state license. If they don't have it, for example, they have to have a congressional authority, congressional authorization. Oh. If they don't, they are screwed. Simple as that.
what is this uh, what is this uh, any link any email or any phone number to this fellow in a Michigan assembly I can ask him some kind of you know legal question oh yes um, what number is called? It's it's uh, right there on the email list. His name is D three D S T R Y. What what what? D E S T R Y. D E S T R Y. Right. And I'll send right. you the uh, and I'll send you his email. Okay, thank you. Appreciate. Yeah, and, I think um, that would be good. And I think this uh, maybe uh, he will kind of you know point out for me in which way I should set up uh, because I, I want to tell him a, you know a little bit of story of mine, and he will be able you know to right away point it for me just to give me idea how I should, you know, structure this motion. And this how I gonna go. Do you know that you know they dismiss my adversary procedure? Yeah, you told me. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. How is it even, you know, uh, but you know what? It's the adversary procedure has, this is what I want to ask him also, because adversary procedure has separate numbers, was not attached to bankruptcy, but it was going in the bankruptcy court. So when they dismiss the bankruptcy, they dismiss automatically everything else. When they not supposed to happen like this. No, it's not. Because this was not attached to the bankruptcy case. Was only in a bankruptcy court. That's why I want to ask him about it. It just happened on 29, I mean yesterday. So. Oh, so I didn't know, I didn't know. Yeah. No, first one, because I got two cases. First one was going against the judges where they allowed, when I filed the bankruptcy and I had the bankruptcy stay, they allowed the sale happened. They've been in violation of the bankruptcy state. That's why I subpoena them and everything else. This was the one case. And another case for a bank where they violated the RESPA and everything, and RESPA and qualify return request and uh, uh, void uh, assignment and so on. You know, I put everything there. So, so this is where I want to, you know, go with this question for him to ask him, you know, what, what he will tell me. Okay. Anything else going with you? Oh, I have to find uh, the laws for what happens when there's a violation. They're violating court procedures. And if I would violate when I did violate, I mean, there was, I had, uh, they had, they're doing clever things. For example, I did a notice for hearing and they turned around and the clerk of the court, because it's electronic filing now, and uh -huh. she, I'd, actually, I'd actually filed it correctly. They changed the date. They arbitrarily changed it. And then put it on this after or at the same time. They 
they tried something really clever. Two, uh, two days or so before the sale, mm-hmm. I did a, an injunction and a hearing was set. I asked for them hearing. And what they did is they they removed that hearing and as if you said it was a mistake and put the hearing date at the time of the sale. Well, that was not. And then there was uh, the notice of hearing didn't show up because it was rejected. See, you've got to be very clever with this online filing. So I didn't realize it had been returned. And the reason it was returned is because they arbitrarily changed the time. It was set at 8.30 on Monday morning, and the auction was at 9.30 on Tuesday. They deleted the 8.30 and pretended by error, clerical error, that it's really 9.30 on Tuesday. So when I showed up at 8.30, they said, there's no notice of hearing. So the judge wouldn't even hear it. Mm-hmm. And he says, besides the cases in is uh, um, being um, in appellate court. So he, they allowed the sale to to go through. Mm-hmm. And then when it came time for the confirmation, the case was in at at appellate court, and he still ruled. Mm. First he says, I can't rule because it is in appellate court. And the second time, it was still in the appellate court, and he still rules. And he get this, and I'm writing this now. I'm going to file it. The attorney on the other side gave a memo to the judge, which I never received. He looked at the memo, and the basis of the memo ruled. It was like, I'm not even there. And I'm like, objection. This is, you don't have the jurisdiction here because it's an appellate court. And he read the memo and he decided mm-hmm. and ruled against. Okay, it's all fraud upon the court. And then mm-hmm. I, put in, I put in a thing about jurisdiction. I said, there was no jurisdiction. And there's no response to this. And so they dismissed the other case at the appellate court, and I turned around and filed it all over again. And I said, at the time on October 1st, it was not dismissed. It was dismissed like on October 23rd or something else. So it was still active. And yeah. you shouldn't have ruled. No. So they're, they're, they're playing games. And so this thing that I want to show you, uh, I want to show this to you, actually. Yeah. I'm going to read. I'm, are you ready for me to read you a paragraph? Can I read sure, you a paragraph? You can, sure. Or you can, you know what, or you can email me this thing. You have any... Let me read it. Uh, let me uh, email it to you. It's the one ah. about fraud upon the court. Fraud, fraud yeah. upon and, the court. And let me email it. And maybe tomorrow morning we can talk about it. Well, I will just email this for you right now. Okay. Because it's so 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 important. Okay. Because what they're doing is that they they call it uh, Rambo lawyering. The term is abusive practice, and they're referred to by lawyers and judges as Rambo lawyering. And it happens a lot, and they get away with it. The attorneys are getting away with it. Yeah. And this was 2016. So it's a recent. Uh, opinion that is written. It's an article, actually. It's not a. It's not a judicial opinion, although there is law that is mentioned in it. 
the rules, but it's um, it's a good article, very good article actually. It's a scholarly article, uh, and it's written there. Uh, when you look for it, it's a scholarly article, and I'm going to send it to you now. Okay. Because it's so good. Yeah, you will need you will need you need to study it, and uh, then you will find that uh, you're going to use it for uh, for your case. Okay, the case is here, and how do I share this? How is Joseph, by the way? I haven't heard from him for so long. I don't know. I didn't spoke to him since, oh my God, a long time ago. I sent him uh, because I changed my uh, Skype, and... Uh, and I sent him info that my this is my new Skype uh, name, and for some reason we got. Uh, I didn't talk to him. Well, did you? I haven't spoken to him for for a long time. I've not spoken to him for a long time. I hope oh. he's well. Okay. It's a crazy place. It's a crazy I place. Do. How is our what? Steve? Our Steve. Steve, uh, Steve is doing all kinds of crazy stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. So he, she, he's. I haven't. I spoke to him for a bit. He said, sent me a lot of things that I'm supposed to be reading, but uh, he. It's a. It's an inspiration for me to know him. Because any time he gets attacked, he just comes back. He reinforces himself, and I, I respect that about you too. Instead of going down, he'll go back, put iron, put iron gloves on, and come back and and beat the court up <laughs> and the people. They are scared of him now at this point. Yes, now we because have to be. He, he, ah, he's not going down. But you know what I love about that? You know, Richard, there is something in America that I absolutely love, and it's called the self self correcting phenomena. <laughs> and this is a self correcting phenomena. It's factored into our founding. And it'll keep on happening. That's why America, see, we're going into the third millennium of the of the structure of America. No other country has lasted so long. Yeah. And, and it's true, and it's the Constitution, but it's more than that. It's the self-correcting phenomena. All this yelling and screaming that the people do, and they, they, um, they have all of this gridlock, and they are up in arms and everything and everything. All of that is very, very, very good for for the republic. By the way, coming uh, thinking of that, did you see the latest um, uh, post by Anna von Wright? No. Which one? Oh, just recently, maybe last few days, I didn't save it. What is regarding? So you have to go to her web website and she is, traced, uh, not website, in her Facebook, she has traced how it's coming, things are coming to fruition now. Where, uh, oh, this I read, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Are coming, yes. Yeah, this I read, yes. Actually, uh, anything comes new, um, yeah, I read this thing, yes. It's very powerful. I have yes. to re I, I have to study it. Okay, but I am also, sending you. She also, she posted how we have to take ourselves from this, you know, junky position and put ourselves, you know, on the ground. 
Yeah. Did you yeah, believe his, uh, yeah, she's she's pretty good about that. So I have to study it and wrap my head around it. It was pretty intense. It is a pretty uh, in in depth uh, article. I didn't have the time to read all of it. So I will, I will, I will. But um, I, right now, I just know that that's something that that I've got to go back to. But I'm glad you read it. Okay, my friend, it's nine forty-seven. So it was supposed yeah. to be. We'll be running over, and so we will convene next week. Yes, thank you. All right, next Tuesday. Okay, thank you, Rishan. Right. Thank, oh, thank you. Thank you. Have a good. Have a great evening. Yes, and please check your email. I just sent it to you. All right. All right. All right, then. Good night. Mm -hmm. Good night. Good night. Good night. Oh, God. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.